Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. Today's episode features Winger by Andrew Smith, read by Leona. This title is intended for teens, however, it may contain language or themes that some readers may find offensive. Recorded with permission of Simon & Schuster. Prologue. Joey told me nothing ever goes back exactly the way it was, that things expand and contract, like breathing. But you could never fill your lungs with the same air twice. He said some of the smartest things I ever heard, and he's the only one of my friends who really tried to keep me on track, too. And I'll be honest, I know exactly how hard that is. Chapter 1 Nothing could possibly suck worse than being a junior in high school, alone at the top of your class and 14 years old all at the same time. So the only way I braced up for those agonizing first weeks of the semester and made myself feel any better about my situation was by telling myself that it had to be better than being a senior at 15. Didn't it? My name is Ryan Dean West. Ryan Dean is my first name. You don't really think a single name can have a space and two capitals in it, but mine does. Not a dash, a space. And I don't really like talking about my middle name. And also, I never cuss, except in writing, and usually during quiet prayer. So excuse me up front, because I can already tell I'm going to use an entire dictionary of cuss words when I tell the story of what happened to me and my friends during my 11th grade year at Pine Mountain. PM, you know, Pine Mountain, is a rich kid's school. But it's not only a prestigious rich kid's school, it's also for rich kids who get in too much trouble because they're alone and ignored while their parents are off being congressmen or investment bankers or professional athletes. And I know I wasn't exactly out of control, but somehow Pine Mountain decided to move me into Opportunity Hall, the dorm where they stuck the really bad kids, after they caught me hacking a cell phone account so that I could make undetected, untraceable free calls. They nearly kicked me out for that, but my grades saved me. I like school anyway, which increases the loser quotient above and beyond what most other kids would calculate, simply based on the whole two years younger than my classmates thing. The phone was a teacher's. I stole it, and my parents freaked out, but only for about 15 minutes. That was all they had time for. But even in that short amount of time, I did count the phrase, you know better than that, Ryan Dean, 47 times. Well, to be honest, I'm just estimating because I didn't think to count until about halfway through the lecture. We're not allowed to have cell phones here, or iPods, or anything else that might distract us from our program. And most of the kids at PM completely buy into the discipline, but then again, most of them get to go home to those things every weekend, like junkies who save their fixes for when there's no cops around. I can understand why things are so strict here, because it is the best school around for the rich deviants of tomorrow. As far as the phone thing went, I just wanted to call Annie, who was home for the weekend. I was lonely, and it was her birthday. I already knew that my O-Hall roommate was going to be Chaz Becker, a senior who played second row on the school's rugby team. Chaz was as big as a tree and every bit as smart, too. I hated him, 
It had nothing to do with the age-old traditional rivalry between backs and forwards in rugby. Chaz was a friendless jerk who navigated the seas of high school with his rudder fixed on a steady course of intimidation and cruelty. And even though I'd grown about four inches since the last year and liked to tell myself that I finally, finally didn't look like a prepubescent minnow stuck in a pond of hammerheads like Chaz, I knew that my reformative dorm assignment with Chaz Becker in the role of bunk bed mate was probably nothing more than an opportunity to go home in a plastic bag. But I knew Chaz from the team, even though I never talked to him at practice. I might have been smaller and younger than the other boys, but I was the fastest runner in the whole school for anything up to a hundred meters. So by the end of the season last year, as a 13-year-old sophomore, I was playing wing for the varsity first 15. That's first string in rugby talk. Besides wearing ties and uniforms, all students are required to play sports at PM. I kind of fell into rugby because running track was so boring and rugby is a sport that even small guys can play, if you're fast enough and don't care about getting hit once in a while. So I figured I would always outrun Chaz if he ever went over the edge and came after me. But even now as I write this, I can still remember the feeling of sitting on the bottom bunk there in our quiet room, just staring in dread at the door, waiting for my roommate to show up for first semester check-in on that first Sunday morning in September. All I had to do was make it through the first semester of 11th grade without getting into any more trouble, and I'd get a chance to file my appeal to move back into my room with Shawnee and JP in the boys' dorm. But staying out of trouble, like not getting killed while living with Chaz Becker, was going to be a full-time job, and I knew that before that, I even set my eyes on him. Wondering what happens next? Check out Winger by Andrew Smith, available in multiple formats at www.houstonlibrary.org.